faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Y'all, it's so bad for Bud Light right now. Their beer costs $19.98, and they're giving away $20 coupons. In other words, they're paying you two cents to take it off the shelf so they can at least move it out of there. And they are thanking their lucky stars, given their sales are down 25% across the South right now, that Target has just said, hold my beer. No, no, it's not enough to celebrate transgenderism and the LGBTQ agenda with a child-targeted pride section. No, not even close. They got a satanic designer to design it. Folks, this is not just a podcast about why you should boycott Target and never go in again. This is a podcast about where this is going. They don't just intend to make their pro-pedophile culture the dominant one. They intend to make any public affiliation with religion of any kind that is not Satanistic. They intend to make that transphobic. They intend not just to normalize pedophilia and every other deviancy to children. They intend to normalize Satanism. Wait till you hear this. And by the way, remember when I warned you this was coming? For the past two years, the Grammys have featured openly satanic performances, opening acts. Except this year, CBS, which puts on the Grammys, went a step further and said they can't wait to worship um, and they retweeted the announcement of the satanic performance i.e. on their twitter feed cbs they still have it up but they haven't taken it down we can't wait to worship satan this is where they're going and target is leading the charge here's what's going on target has already come under fire for its pride section which is quite large. I mean, they're shockingly large inside of Target. And they feature all kinds of uh, pride propaganda stuff they're selling. Uh, but they've also come under fire last couple of weeks for their tuck-friendly bathing suits and chest binders for transgender children. Well, wait till you hear this. One of their featured pride designers for their pride section is a person by the name of Eric Callan. Callan is a biological woman who identifies as a man. And this person's brand is called Abprolin. Okay, and there's a point I want to make to you with this. There is no way that the team at Target missed that this individual is a well-known Satanist. Eric Prolin is not just a very well-known trans activist in the UK. He is equally well-known for being a Satanist. It might be one thing if this person had attended satanic services or something on the side. But Eric Callan tells you right on the website for Ab Prowlin and the Instagram for Ab Prowlin that, quote, being called a demon is something I can cope with. And the idea of a trans demon is pretty damn cool. Most of my work focuses on gothic or dark and satanic imagery juxtaposed with bright colors and LGBT plus positive messages. But in case Target was at all still confused, well, you really ought to bop on over to Abprolin UK, the Instagram, and check out 
Eric himself, herself, I, I don't know, wearing, I kid you not, horns like a demon, a neck choker in BDSM fashion, and this person's very popular t-shirt that they designed. It's a demonic goat head with the slogan, Satan respects pronouns. Here's some more from the Abprolin UK Instagram. So again, this is the Instagram account for the brand. Satan loves you and respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world. And you deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. LGBT plus people are so often referred to as being a product of Satan or going against God's will. So fine, we'll hang with Satan instead. He continues, Satan is hope, compassion, equality, and love. So naturally, Satan respects pronouns. He loves all LGBTQ plus people. Eric Callen goes on to discuss how because Satan loves all LGBT plus people, and Satan really is a very good representation for transgenderism uh, because he says, I went with a variation of Baphomet. Uh, that's a demon, Baphomet. Uh, for his designs, he said it's a deity who themselves is a mixture of genders, beings, ideas, and existences. They reject binary stereotypes and expectations. Perfect. Again, there's no way Target missed this. This is the brand's Instagram. But what's the most terrifying thing on there? You're thinking, what, it's not the Satanism? No. It's the call to violence. For instance, he likes to make pins like this one, fight for trans rights. Those are battle axes. There's another one with the demonic head of the goat that says, if I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear. And this one, it's called homophobe headrest. It's a pin in baby blue and pink. It's a guillotine for killing homophobes. Could the message here get any clearer about where this movement is going? In fact, there are all kinds of demonically decorated murder devices throughout this thing. Basically, it's different ways to kill people that this individual disagrees with. Again, there's no way the folks at Target missed this. This is so in your face. So, of course, we should boycott Target, but I don't want you to miss the bigger picture here about why stopping this movement in its tracks before it gets any more traction is critical. It is absolutely going in a satanic direction that is why i started this podcast with the cbs tweet can't wait to worship as in satan let's go across the country and look at this the los angeles dodgers they're having what is not their first pride night not surprising it's los angeles but this part is new the dodgers and thus the mlb announced they would be having this group called the sisters of perpetual indulgence they're trans men who dress as nuns to mock the Catholic Church, mock Jesus, and mock Christianity. So Catholic groups and Christian groups asked the MLB, asked the Dodgers, not to forego the Pride Night, but not to invite this group. Here's their argument. It goes against the team's mission of being, quote, inclusive and welcoming to everyone, including Catholics and Christians. It goes against the mission of Pride Night, which is, again, being inclusive. And this is another group that uses satanic themes. Again, 
not appropriate for children. Even more outrageous, they were scheduled to be awarded and to receive, as part of Pride Night at the game, a Community Hero Award. Senator Marco Rubio wrote this. Do you believe that the Los Angeles Dodgers are being inclusive and welcoming to everyone by giving an award to a group of gay and transgender drag performers that intentionally mocks and degrades Christians and not only Christians, but nuns who devote their lives to serving others? Okay, so after the backlash, the Major League and the Braves backed down and said, okay, we'll have the Pride Night, but not the nuns. Well, there was such a backlash by... I, I don't know. I mean, I guess the pro-Satan gay movement. I mean, I don't even know at this point. I, I'm, I'm lo- I've lost the thread that they turned tail, changed their mind, and decided to feature them and award them anyway. So again, note where this is going. This is a two-fold movement. We've been laying out its connections to pedophilia, legalizing pedophilia, legalizing rights for pedophiles, as is being done right now in the legislatures of Connecticut and Minnesota. But there's this other part to this movement that we saw the beginnings of at those two Grammy Awards two years in a row, and it is this. One cannot just tolerate and accept the whole pride movement, the transgender movement. There is a component of it. You must accept the Satanism. You must demonize and reject Christians in order to be a part of the movement. This is part and parcel of it. What are they doing here? Something I thought I'd never see in my lifetime. They're laying the foundation for Satanism, the acceptance of Satanism as a condition of being tolerant of the LGBTQIA community and the idea that tolerance means rejection. And the mocking, the sacrilegious, and at times satanic mocking of anything that's Christian. And publicly awarding the mocking of anything that's Christian. Where are they going with this? They're setting the stage for nothing short of the wholesale cancellation of Christianity, its Bible, and its symbols. Look, you can see it today. What are they canceling now? Started with Roald Dahl's books, which I loved growing up. Um, And now we're moving on to the life of Bryant, Monty Python. What are they working up to? Duh! The idea that, well, you know, we just have to update these books, this movie for the times. They're going to want to update the Bible for the times. Or it gets canceled. This is what the whole culture war is laying the ground for. This is why it is so critical that the Bud Light boycott survive and that that company would be decimated. This is why it is so critical for there to be nothing but red ink and corporate decimation. Because I'm telling you folks, this will become the predominant culture and this is how you get to the persecution of the Christianity that they want so badly. It's not just a culture war you can ignore anymore. It was. It's beyond that now. We have to boycott for our survival and our freedom and our ability just to wear a cross around our neck in our society without violent repercussions. This is the time when it's easy to fight. A time when it won't be easy to fight is coming if we don't bear down and boycott and ask everyone we know to do the same. Battleground America with 
Terrace Herbaceous. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.